0: What is going on guys, it's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the nine-game NBA main slate on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. And I do make videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And I would really appreciate if you enjoy the content, if you could leave a five-star rating and review. Every single uh, you know rating or review boosts me up in the podcast ranking. So that would help me out a ton um, if you are interested in signing up for premium content, often at Patreon.com and esports package that includes Call of Duty and CS:GO, we get CS:GO slates every single day. There's always something to play. It's always nice to have a sweat in the morning. And then Call of Duty, uh, we usually have slates four times a week. And then I also offer an MBA package. I do want to thank Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring this episode. If this is your first time watching uh, my videos or you're not familiar with Underdog Fantasy. They offer daily fantasy snake drafts as well as best ball. So you can see right here that you already got the big NFL best ball tournament, a million dollars to first. If you guys are a big best ball uh, player, check out Underdog. Um, After you sign up and make your first deposit, you use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link in the description below. You will get a money back guarantee up to $100 and finally i just want to thank you guys for all of your support again the live streams we're getting close to like averaging 400 viewers in every single live stream uh cannot thank you guys enough the super chats been super have uh, been very generous as well so um if you guys do enjoy this content if you leave, leave a like button subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos you don't know live i will be doing a youtube live stream tomorrow and if you're not subscribed please hit that subscribe button uh i think i got about 10 to 15 more people until hit the 9,000 mark. All right, so before I talk about players and the prices for this nine-game slate, we can look back my that here from Tuesday. And Tuesday, like I am with most NBA slates, I'm in a lot of pain. Even though it's going to be a good night for me, we can go over it. Um, So, again, the best ball, it's over. Every single person in front of me has Westbrook. So I'm not complaining. Like, I'm still going to walk away with five grand, but I have no chance. Like, I'm down to like 300 to the third place guy. So that is over. Um, and uh, all right, I'll show you guys my lineup here for – I just wanted to give you an update for, for best ball. Yeah, it is. It is done and dusted. No Westbrook. I'm the only one that does Westbrook. He's averaging like 80 a game. Yeah, just over. All right, so we can go over my lineup here. Uh, I'll get out of the way so you guys can see. So, uh, LaMelo Ball, DeLon Wright, Hamadou Diallo, Kevin Durant, Cody Zeller, Kendrick Nunn, Giannis, and Marvin Bagley. So, the reason I am, let's just say, very tilted. Low-owned Cody Zeller. Plays four minutes in the first half. Injured. Doesn't play the rest of the half, gets it he got stitches. Plays the second half, five fouls. He played like he played like fifteen minutes. He was crushing in that time. If he doesn't get injured in the first half or in foul trouble in the second half, we probably get I would say mid to high twenties minutes from Zeller and probably a, a forty plus fancy point game. So tilted about that because look at the first place lineup and look at my lineup. Literally the exact same, except he has what was it which Martin twin. I have Kayla Martin who that's, I was also that first eight minutes. He had like 15 and he was chalky. I was like, Oh boy, this is going to be a rough night. Luckily he cooled off. Um, but yeah, that that one player difference from first, one player difference from a takedown, and honestly, if Zeller again, if he doesn't get injured or in foul trouble, I'm I'm probably winning this tournament. So, ah, uh, it is what it is. Like I'm still cashing all around, but mm, that that hurts. That one hurts. If you took the shot in Zeller, um, yeah. So had to get had to, had to get that tilting out of the way. Rest of my lineup, Lamelo. He was the the ultimate chalk. One for forty-five. Delon Wright also very chalky. Not like I thought he'd be more popular. He was about you know two thirds of the field owned him. I thought he'd be a little bit higher owned. He went for fifty-five, an absolute must. A low owned Diallo was huge. One for forty-seven fans points. Now sure, I did get a little bit lucky. Obviously he had a good shooting game. Plus he played a lot more than I thought with no Josh Jackson. He played like I want to say like high thirties minutes. I don't know exactly what it was, but he was out there a ton. Uh, Kevin Durant, Giannis had a combo pairing. You know, that was the chalk, right? 80% KD, 90% Giannis. Uh, And then, yeah. Zeller, Kendrick Nunn. He also infuriates me. I can, I literally never get him right. I fade Kendrick Nunn. He goes for 50. I play him. Does nothing. God, he he makes me so mad. Marvin Bagley also got in foul trouble, but he was the chalk too, about 90% in the higher dollar stuff. He had a subpar game. Um... So, oh, also uh, the the pivot. So I mentioned a couple pivots you could use for GPPs. I think the Kyrie pivot over Kevin Durant was, I think, slightly better. I think Kyrie finished for 60. Well, I guess taking pricing consideration was almost the same. If you use Rozier as the pivot or Lamella Ball, not so much. And then if you use Holmes as the pivot or Bagley, Holmes did uh, outscore him by, I think, a couple, but taking salary consideration, close to even too. So, um, yeah, I knew it was going to be a popular slate. That's why I mentioned those pivots and guys like Kyrie from Durant and a Rogier from LaMelo and a Holmes from Bagley because you had 80% KD, 80% LaMelo and 86% Bagley. So that is it for the look back guys. Hope you had a good night and let's see if we can keep this winning streak rolling for this what seven, nine, nine game slate, nine game slate. Um, do we have no Vegas odds out right now? Let's see. Nevada just not going to load again. Been really slow the last couple days. Okay, no odds out right now. Let's jump into it. Boston and Orlando. On the Boston side, no Jalen Brown. So, Jason Tatum at 10.1K. I think it's a solid spend-up. What you have to worry about here is this Orlando team is just awful. So, there's blowout risk, even with Brown out. Um, if the game does stay competitive, you could see a decent game from Tatum. I don't love the price, but he's still viable. Kemba Walker, keep an eye on the if there's going to be a limit. If there's no limit, I think he's a solid play in the mid-range. If he's going to be limited, then don't have really have interest there. Marcus Smart's kind of just there. Like, he'll play the big minutes, but doesn't really stand out at the price. The guy that I do like is Robert Williams, especially if there's no Tristan Thompson. The price really isn't moving on Robert Williams. He's playing about, you know, 24, 23, 24 minutes last couple games. We know he's a good point for a guy. And if there's no Tristan Thompson, he might play a little bit more. So, Robert Williams is the guy I really like And then like If Thompson's out I, I, I'm just not messing with it Brad Stevens It's like a Rick Carlisle As I said I don't know if you If you follow the Mavs uh, They switched up The starting lineup In the second half It just I, I just don't mess with it I, I just don't mess with it On a big slate Like Could be Cornette My guess would be Cornette But they could also Dust off Grant Williams Play him more at the five It just They could dust off Taco Fall for a little bit I, I'm just not messing With the backup uh, center If there's no Tristan Thompson And Fournier, I don't play with Fournier. So, Rob Williams is the guy for me on the Boston side. On the Magic side, be careful here. That's all I'm saying. Be careful. This team is like the Thunder right now. They have nothing to play for. And the minutes right now are really up and down. The last game, Cole Anthony, 21 minutes. After 29 and 36 last couple games, he's at 7K. No thanks. Carter Jr. versus Bamba. Again, I'm going to prefer Mo Bamba. He had the ceiling game last game. He's just the better point for guy of the two. And if he plays like mid-20s minutes, you could see a pretty decent game. So I do have some interest in Bamba for GPPs. Bacon, Gary Harris, can't stomach that. Mo Wagner, he played 41 minutes. 34 and 41 minutes last couple games. If they're going to continue to run him out there for for those type of minutes, then I think he's a solid play, but not a must. RJ Hampton, I think he's going to be popular. Um... Don't expect 40 plus again. He's gone for 40 plus in back-to-back games. But the positive is the minutes, right? 30 and 35. If he's going to get somewhat close to 30 minutes, I think he's a decent value play off the bench. They also play Chase on Randall a lot. I don't trust that. Um also again, Iggy Bajdakis, uh former Michigan Wolverine, uh, they play him 32 minutes again. The magic right now it's re- like I would not be surprised if again, Iggy played 32 minutes last game. I would not be surprised if he gets the DNP this game or plays like 10 minutes. It's just Hard to trust these Magic guys, so just a little bit of an easy feeling and basically anyone uh, for the Magic. Portland and Cleveland. So Lillard, a uh, probable, expect him to play. Um, the Cavs went to overtime, surprisingly, against the Suns. We I, I, Forgot about this. Let, let me just... Let me, let me read you out Isaac Okoro stat line. 47 minutes, 32 points, 6 assists, 3 boards, and a steal against the Phoenix Suns. And this is Isaac Okoro, who earlier in the season, 4 fantasy points in 41 minutes. And he goes for a 50 bomb against the Suns. I mean, that just makes absolutely no sense. I just – I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that. A Coro 50 bomb against the Suns. But uh, back to Portland. Lillard, CJ, I think are both good GVP plays at their respective prices. If the Cavs can keep it close, you know, they're going to play big minutes. Plus, Portland, they play very little defense. Now, Nurkic, I know he burned some people last game. Did only play 23. Lost some minutes in the blowout. Um – Normally, I think we get close to 30 minutes from him. I'm not a scared of Jarrett Allen or Kevin Love in the front court. So, and Nurkic, we know, is a solid point for guy. I don't mind going there as a bounce back. Norman Powell is currently questionable. My guess is he plays. He played the last game when he was questionable. Um, don't have a ton of interest if he plays. Uh, but if he misses, then maybe, like, Carmelo becomes viable if he starts at 3-9. who has been playing about 20 minutes off the bench. So, keep an eye on that one. Maybe some value there. On the Cleveland Cavs side, so... A lot of these guys have big games because of the overtime. Uh, Sexton at 8.1. If you want to go there for GBP, it's fine. He's gone for 49 and 46 the last couple games. He's been doing a better job with the peripheral stats. Uh, plus, with no Garland, again, he'll have the, hand, the ball in his hands more. With Allen versus Love, again, I'll, I'll side with Allen because he, he can play more minutes. Um, I think a fine GBP play. Chetty Osmond the guy that I like at 5'5". He played 45 minutes of 40 in regulation. Uh, I think we're going to get similar run with no Darius Garland, assuming he starts. And he's a guy that can do the peripheral stats. So so Chetty, I think is a solid play. Much more viable in this matchup than I think he was in the Suns. Okoro, I'm going to let others chase it. Well, not a 50 bomb. Almost a 50 bomb. Um, I just, I don't really trust it. If you want to ride the hot streak, sure. But don't expect anywhere close to that. Wade Dotson. I think Wade got some decent run off the bench. Um, yeah, he played 31 minutes if you want to take a dart throw on him. I think had played 26, but never feel really good about targeting the Cleveland bench. Moving on to Phoenix and Atlanta. So, again, these guys just played an overtime game. This is a pretty good matchup here against the Atlanta Hawks. With Booker versus Paul, again, Booker's the guy that has more upside, but Paul is the guy that has the higher floor. He had 16 assists, six boards, 23 points. What for over 70 bomb, Chris Paul. Um, duper for him to Booker, but uh, for like a cash game setting, but you can go Booker and GPPs. DeAndre has been disappointing. Maybe this is the right spot. You know, should get about 30 minutes, but doesn't really stand out that price. Uh, again, I just Cam Johnson, Torrey Craig. I, no, no, no. Torrey Craig was somewhat owned in this slate. I don't know why. Um, I'm not doing it. Atlanta, not much here. Tough matchup. Trey Capella, Bogdan, fine GPP, contrarian spend ups. That's it, just because you know the Mets going to be there, right? Trey Bogdan probably play 35 plus. Capella probably around 35, but nothing stands out there respect to prices. Philly and Houston, what you have to worry about here is the potential for a blowout. It is a really good matchup, so I like Embiid as a GPP play. I'm just a little bit worried about the blowout. Ben Simmons, Tobias have been awful recently, but the pricing is viable, right? If you want to stack this game, and just hope Houston can keep it close. And I will mention Seth Curry, back-to-back games of uh 30 plus fancy points. The only concern is he is somewhat score independent. And he shot eight of ten and seven of ten the last couple games. So just be careful. If I if I get like new, like if I think he's going to be popular tomorrow, I'm fine looking elsewhere for value. On the Houston side, so. Uh, don't mind them as contrarian GBP plays because if they can keep it close, you know, first of all, they're going to play big minutes if the game stays close. Second, you know where it's coming from. It's Wood, KPJ, Linux. Even in a bad matchup, I think all three are fine GBP plays. That's it. No thinking on Jay Sean Tate. If you think the game blows out, sure, you can take a shot in a guy like KJ Martin, Kenny Martin Jr., um, but yeah, not a ton I love for Houston. All right, so we go for some kind of ugly games. To These next two are my favorite games on the slate. Sacramento and Indiana. Sign me up for this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is, okay, keep an eye on this, was nearing the 14-day return. If he is still out, along with Halbert and Barnes, then it's the same situation here for the Kings then buddy healed is a good play at the top he had a pretty solid game one for 45 today at low ownership uh delon wright is probably one of the best plays of the slate one for 55 tonight holmes and bagley were a little bit disappointing but this is a again another really good matchup i'm fine going back to the wall on either of them um both should play about 30 minutes and we know both have upsides so the bigs i've interested in right buddy healed i've interested in and then i've mentioned terrence davis on the bench who played 31 minutes again He's a guy that can score the ball. So those are the five guys that i look to for the Kings. And I really like all five if, again, both Fox and Barnes are out. So that's kind of my breakdown. Now, if Fox is in, then obviously I like Fox if there's no limit. um, Then, you know, wouldn't like DeLon Wright as much. So just keep an eye on that one. On the Pacers side, once again, we have a lot of guys questionable. And Brogdon, Sumner, Lamb, and Goga. I just, why is Sumner keep, this is the third straight game he has played and then left the game due to injury. Like just sit out a game or two. I don't like this is crazy. I've never seen anything like it. I was like, I told people I was like, hey, I'm not playing Sumner because I think there's a chance he re, he, you know, aggravates his knee injury, and he did. Three straight games he has left. So it's like, just sit out, dude. Like stop. I just don't get it. Um but yeah, Brogdon, questionable. Lamb, Goga questionable. If everyone that is questionable is out, then Sabonis at ten six. Back-to-back 75-point games. As weird as it sounds, I'm fine going right back to the well here at 10-6 for Sabonis. If Brogdon's out, um, he's going to play about 40 minutes. Fantastic matchup. Really do like Sabonis, even at that price. And I would like Lavert two at 8-8. He's going to play the point guard. He went for 33-7-5. and Those two at the top still, I think, look good. Now, Brissett, I warned people. I was like, hey... He's had good games because he's played in all the blowout. And then, sure enough, next game, only 26 minutes and 18 fancy points. So, yeah, Bursette, I'm not really on unless you think the game blows out. McConnell at 5-7, firmly in play for GBP. He's played 31 minutes on the bench. This team is thin. Possibly, you know, could be thin or if everyone that is questionable is out, including Sumner. So, um, I have some interest in McConnell off the bench. McDermott, I just, this is what I get for playing score independent, right? I play him. He goes for 14. The game before that, 40 i just i uh, so so tilted about that but mcdermott if he starts again for sure in play just got to hit his shots now justin holiday at 4k played 35 minutes when Sumner went down um i would guess he would pick up the starters no Sumner if he does i think he's a good value and then you can look to aaron holiday off the bench even who played 25 minutes three start games about mid 20s i think he's a viable value play so basically what i'm saying is if everyone this question was out i like a lot of the pacers uh, Memphis, Minnesota, another game that I like here. Let's start with the Memphis side. John Moran, 8-3. Uh, back-to-back subpar games. I guess three straight, or actually maybe four straight. Um, you know, after he wanted that stretch for, you know, 77, 62, 46, 44. This could be a game where he has some upside. I don't think he's an optimal play. But the good thing with John ja is he's going to play the Mets, right? He's going to play about 35. It's an up-tempo game, and, and the upside is there. The consistency just hasn't really been there. So more of a GBP play. Jonas Valanciunas. This game didn't go to overtime, right? Yeah, 118-104, right? That was a game. I just almost positive that game did not go to overtime. No. And Jonas has played 35 minutes. 35 in regulation. So, if he's going to play about 35 minutes, I sign me up for some JV. The only thing I have to worry about is foul trouble against Cat. So, Ja, JV at the top. Value, not much. Grayson Allen now back. I'm not really on Bane. Bain. Uh, not really in Melton. Um, you can make the argument for slow-mo, 5-6. Who did play 32 minutes last game? He should get probably around 30 And a guy that can do the peripheral stats. So slow-mo, I'm fine with the mid-range. And then Jaw JV at the top. On the Minnesota side, I do like Carl Anthony Towns. I think you could play both centers against each other. Both centers, talented in the offensive end. Not as much in the defensive end. So um, I do like Cat that price. Anthony Edwards has really turned it on recently. Um, you know, Three last high games, 49, 42, and 51 fancy points. He's even doing a better job of the peripheral stats. The only thing you have to worry about is still, I think he has a somewhat low floor, right? It's still there, um, but he's been more consistent recently. I think he's a good GPP play. I think D'Angelo Russell's a good GPP play. Played 33 Mets last game, one for 40 fancy points. Um, yeah, I like D'Lo. And then Ricky Rubio, 31 and 32 Mets last two games if he is going to play about 30 minutes, the 4.5 K price is just too cheap. So I like Rubio. The only concern is previous three games, 17, 22 and 20. So no guarantee of these minutes, right? They kind of been fluctuating. That's the only risk with Ricky Rubio is again, no guarantee of those minutes. McDaniels going to start going to probably play 35 minutes, fair value, just low usage guy. Then I will mention a couple of viable GBP plays off the bench. Nas decent point for a guy, probably gets about fifteen to twenty minutes. Um and then Hernan Gomez has been getting some solid run off the bench. 28, 23, 21 last three games. He's a guy that can score the ball. So those two viable GBP plays. All right, have three games left. Washington, Milwaukee. I just like Right? Like, why? Why, DraftKings? Why are you not moving in this price? He's just going to be the chalk, like, I, broken record. Again, every single time it's the Wizards. You play Westbrook. Matchup against Milwaukee. They play really fast. Westbrook, huge minutes. Phenomenal. Yeah, Beal. If for some reason something happens to Westbrook, foul trouble or something, Beal will be the guy. But nothing more than a GPP pivot. The bigs, as always, good luck. Milwaukee. All right, so... Giannis Antetokounmpo really like him as a spend up 10.9k um yeah he should play about 35 minutes he's played 36 and 37 last couple games I really like Giannis as a spend up with the secondary options because of the fantastic matchup like I'm fine if you land on Middleton Drew or like DiVincenzo or basically any like the main guys if you land on them as a a last piece in that's all right I'm just not really going to prioritize any of them San Antonio, Utah, kind of an ugly game now. DeRozan, Murray, fine GBP plays. That's really it. On the Jazz, not a ton here either. I'm kind of priced up. I'm not paying that price for a Gobert. Clarkson, Bojan, kind of upside, but they have to hit their shots. Ingles, probably the safest option at 6'7". And that is it. And finally, New York, Denver, another kind of ugly game. Randall at the top of 10K. Tough matchup. Fine. Contrarian spend up. Um, keep an eye on the well news. If he is out, I think Taj Gibson once again a pretty solid value play. The only concern is potential foul trouble against Jokic. But if he can stay out of foul trouble, we probably get about 30 minutes from him. Uh, Rose off the bench has been really good of late. I think he's a decent GPP play. That's about it. On the Denver side, Jokic. Again, same thing. More of a contrarian spend up. I uh, don't love the matchup here against the Knicks, but we know Jokic can go off any single game. MPJL pass on. The value, I just got to tilt about it, right? The one game I play Camposo, he goes for 17. Other games, 34, 22, 48, and 24. Um, He's fine. He'll play the point guard. He'll play probably about 35 minutes, even a tough matchup. Now, we do have some potential value right here because there's no P.J. Dozier. So, is it going to be Austin Rivers? Is it going to be Jamal Green that starts? Either way, Bull should get more minutes. Rivers played 33 last game. A revenge shame narrative. Jamal Green, he played 23. Um, I think both those guys are viable value plays with no PJ Dozier. Uh, probably would prefer whoever starts. And then with the back of five again, it's just so annoying because there's rotate games of who gets a DNP. It was Millsap last game. It's JaVel McGee a decent amount. I, I'm just not trusting it on this nine game slate. So that is it for the breakdown, guys, uh, and that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate leave a like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Again, live tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, guys. Thanks again. Have a good night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.